Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Uh, this is, of course, Folsom's favorite Walk On, Luke Avdolovich. And as always, I'm joined by our favorite local hoop skills technician and resident hoop historian, Jared Waters, and Mr. 801 Point God, Tommy Ball himself. Fellas, uh, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for being here with us today. And it's a big day. Glad, I mean, glad I mean, to be here. Glad to be here. That, yeah. This is oh. a big moment. This is a big moment for us. You know, uh, I think in terms of anticipation between the three of us um this this first part of the episode might might weigh up there pretty heavily it, basically from the fact that i think we've all alluded to it in the last two months um that this was gonna have this this episode was gonna happen eventually um and you know today was finally the day actually today was when it was announced officially so we know that by sunday when this is uploaded we are legally allowed to talk about it um and that is what my next step is. Um, for a while there, just nobody really mentioned it. And like, you know, unless you knew me personally, uh, you probably didn't know I was going to try to continue to play professional basketball. And, uh, you know, it was all kind of up in the air. And Tommy said, you know, I think the Luke of Dolovich episode is going to come soon. So, you know, I guess this this might be what that is. But here we are. Yeah, uh, we're here, man. Um, we had enough Tommy centered episodes, man. It was time. It was time we uh, put the light on somebody else. We're gonna have plenty more. That's the that's, thing. Uh, yeah. As long as there's, no I don't more know why you shows. think that's going away. As long as there's no more dating shows, I'm cool, fellas. <laughs> that was a great episode. That episode, bang. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. a lot of love. Yeah. Shout um, out to the ladies, Ramble. man. Yeah, no, yeah. they killed it. Before rambling too much, um, you know, pull the bandaid off. I uh, I will be uh, playing for the Austin Spurs next year. Um, the obviously the San Antonio Spurs G League affiliate, and uh, yeah, it was announced today. Um, to say I'm excited would be an understatement. Um, it's been a long summer and early fall of kind of grinding this this next step out and figuring out kind of where I fit in and and where I see myself and how I how I can be successful at the next level. And you know, it all kind of came together fairly recently, and then we couldn't talk about it for a little bit. But you know, uh, it's all going to come together pretty fast here in the next two weeks but uh yeah officially came out today it was it was fun to finally be able to talk about it with with a lot of people that were asking um and yeah so that was that was it i know you two have known before so this isn't any surprise yeah. to you guys but i had to bite yeah. my tongue for a while on that one yeah i got a lot, lot of questions and i had to make up i had to make up a lot of answers well my, uh, my i actually did get a few questions as well like hey what's uh, that What's that guy that you do the podcast with? Is he still playing basketball? I don't know, actually. I don't know. I'm trying to. That was my 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 go to answer was always, yeah, we're still figuring things out. Um, because yeah. technically that wasn't a lie. Because technically yeah. it didn't work. Um Yeah, we're just waiting yeah, here I, on a couple of things. That's it. And then we just kinda had to wait for the contract to clear and, and my name to clear through the office. And you know, we're here now. So Yeah, you had to well it took you what, a week to do all the paperwork? Bro, it was it was it was a new set of fifty pages of paperwork for about five days straight. Um, <laughs> welcome to professional basketball was that, and I was like, dang, I guess you know this is part of it. And it was funny because you know it's just not things that you worry about, but 
getting win, win. 50 different w2s it was crazy yeah. it was it was really crazy but like you know i can i can confidently say now it's my job so you know when i go to sport course and work out with jared you know i gotta go to work um, oh, God. it's not a yes. joke anymore but there's a lot of work <laughs> that goes on there um but yeah i do want to kind of dive into what my experience was like this summer after my my season ended at pacific and and you know um uh, kind of what it felt like for me going through it because I think it's something that you know unless like these people are you know there's a lot of people that get profiled that are obvious first round draft picks or you know know they're going overseas somewhere because they're a native from that country or something and you know I was in the spot where it was yeah you have uh, a skill set that can play professional basketball but outside of that who knows where or what that means and you know it's kind of a risk and uh we talk about passion for the game and I, I truly don't really think I would want to do anything else with my life right now. And, you know, I, I'm not ready for the ball to stop bouncing. So we're giving it a shot. We're giving it the best shot we got. Um, but uh, I guess this takes us to when the season ended last year and uh, we got to figuring out an agent, which was a brand new process for me uh, because I wanted to think it was going to be like, being in the portal and like talking to coaches, it's not like that at all because it's, it's no longer like coach player conversations. Obviously it's like, this is my well being now, like, and this is their well being. Like these are both of our jobs. So the conversations are a lot different. Um, the process itself was, was pretty cool though. It was opening. Uh, I had Jared with me on many of the agent calls. I don't think he was there with, for all of them, but yeah, I'm, majority I'm of them. I missed some of them. <laughs> Um, it was, I don't want to sit here and act like there was a ton because there wasn't, but like, you know, you go from your season ending. So like our senior year and my senior year ended and like, I, I, I was happy with the way I played. Uh, obviously, you know, you get to end of the season, you wish you did some things differently, but like overall, I felt like I did a really good job of taking advantage of my opportunities. And, you know, like I get to my Instagram and like, I've been avoiding these all year. Cause it's like, I don't want to focus on these. You got like, I had like five or six, just like random foreign guys, basically, <laughs> in my Instagram DNs asking if they could represent me and stuff. And so like you get to meeting with them and they're like telling you all these things about like, Oh yeah. Like we can see you doing this uh, in this country and this in that country. And it's like, I mean, I want to trust you, but like, I'm sure you're telling the next guy the same thing. Like, and so the whole thing for me and like, I know Jared kind of helped me through this was like finding out who really like showed that they, see a real path for me like they had real examples they had real steps that it was going to take and that they were going to take and that they anticipated me taking to get to a certain point um so like that was kind of where we ultimately ended up uh getting to with who i'm uh being represented by and then you know you get into okay what's next like obviously you're going to be in the gym and i'm working out with jared and when tommy was back working out with tommy and like okay this is what we do like this is what i know i'm doing like we work out and we wait. It's not like college where I'm home for three weeks and then I go right back to, to team practices. It was now we work out until the phone rings. And then if, if you don't get what you want or you don't hear what you want, you continue to work out until the phone rings again. And sometimes it was literally the phone rings and you get picked up and go somewhere. So the, after, you know, I signed with my agent, you know, we took, I would say what Jared, probably another month before anything kind of happened. And um, I remember it was a Friday like afternoon that uh my agent called me and the kings basically wanted me to come to one of their final pre-draft workouts uh and that was to say that was a dream come true is kind of an understatement obviously i've expressed on here uh growing up as a diehard kings fan so being picked up at my house 
by the king's you know driver and, and bringing me to the hotel downtown and staying there and just doing the whole pre-draft process so like i didn't even know what i was going into really kind of jared gave me a little bit of a a preview based on you know the experiences he's been through with his other players but like i'm not keys i was not going to be a top 10 pick like this was <laughs> so i was like they probably just want me there because they need a six right and i get there and you do everything the same go through the same physicals do the same body measurements you do the same agility drills vertical drills all that so i was like all right cool i'm here like it's six of us uh my group everyone ended up getting drafted or signing uh on draft night so it was a good group obviously um and you know i had a really good day i had a really good day at the the pre-draft workout i shot the ball really well and um you know i'm feeling good about myself you know it's like okay i could do this like that was kind of the validation like obviously i know what i'm good at and i know the level of basketball i can play at but that was kind of the validation at the next step these are all guys that are going to go in the first and second round and they ended up doing really well in the summer league and you know i'm probably going to do well in the league like i just showed my own and more with them for for three hours this morning so it's possible it's possible and you know there's no reason to doubt it and then you know i had a couple other opportunities to work out um with more pro guys and stuff. And it was just more validation and more being around that level of basketball with the league and, and, and pros in general, and just kind of the way they carry themselves and the way that, you know, they expect performance from themselves and how they take care of their bodies and, and, and eat and, and lift and do all the things that like, you know, we always talk about, but until you're really in that realm and in that setting, like you can't really experience it and you can't like, I, I can't say I know what being, you know, Darren Fox is like, until like you actually spend time with him. Right. So it's like, that was all new. Got, and and that was basically from the time frame from when my season ended to end of summer league, basically let's that chunk of time, things kind of moved fast and it was exciting. A lot of calls were happening and everything. And, um, you know, you just, that was, that was basically that part of it after that. I, I would say everything slowed down immensely. Um, I think unless you got drafted and unless you were one of those first guys uh, off the board, like we were talking about, like it's kind of slow now. It's like, okay, what, what am I doing? I, uh, I know I, uh, again, I proved to myself I can play pro and everything, but what next? So then it was talking to more teams overseas and, and again, working out until the phone rings and seeing what happens then. And um, that was when the dog days really hit because you get from after that to the second half of summer. And, you know, obviously we've had people on here that are going overseas and playing. We had people on here that got drafted and everything. You start to see people close to you, like, start taking that next step. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, I'm talking to a few of these teams. Don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, like I said before, I started rambling, like, yeah, we're working, we're, you know, there's some things going on. We're working on it. Like, and it was truly just a waiting game. And, you know, like mentally it's tough, but like, to me, like the only thing that I knew I can control was like, what was I doing? What was I doing to be ready for whenever that phone call did happen? And shout out to Nay, because I know on his episode, he talked about that. And that's kind of the mindset that I had. It was like, you know, if they call me and want me to be at the facility tomorrow, I'm going to be more than ready to go in there and kill it exactly how they expect me to. So that was kind of the mindset. And then, you know, yep. uh, agents hit me. It's how to have been towards the latter half of summer, moving into like kind of the 
summer to fall back to school transition. And, you know, I met with the, the front offices, uh, with the Austin Spurs and, you know, the, the stuff that I don't really worry about happened between agent and front office and everything. And then it all kind of came to fruition. And that brings us to today where, uh, you know, officially I am signed and I will be reporting to training camp uh, a week from when this pod drops. So that was a very quick ramble. Obviously it's uh, high level stuff right there, man. I mean, bro, it's just like, it was, it was a very tedious process. I think it's the best way to put it because it was, it was a bunch of unknowns. And that was the thing that I kept saying that was the hardest part was it was the first time in my life that truly I had no idea what was going to happen next because right even out of high school, like I got to April when I committed to NAU. So even before I was out of school at that point, like I, I knew where I was going to go and we were at NAU in mm-hmm. June for first summer session. So like there's, that's it. And then even in the portal, like it wasn't like, you, Oh, like you never really, me. you never really had that feeling of, of comfortability like you did your back end of your senior year like I know where I'm going like you you were in that limbo state for a good March, March to March to like August August August, August yeah. to September so it's like yeah and, and so and for me for like people listen to this that don't really know me personally I'm like a very like just person so like I very much enjoy like order so for me going through basically half of the year not knowing what the hell I'm going to do by the end of this year. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know what my job is going to be. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, what part of the world I'm going to be. It was not like an easy thing to stomach. So that was like the biggest adjustment thing for me. Um, And then once, once we got it all agreed to and everything, like it was a little more comforting. And then, you know, today, finally it was announced and it's, it's even more comforting. And now it's just like pure excitement to just get out there and, you know, and do what I'm supposed to do. Just make some jump shots. But, um, yeah, it's, yep. it's kind of, you know, it's it's something and I wanted to talk about it a little bit and I probably rambled and wasn't as detailed as I would have liked to be. But it's something that, like, I don't think it's talked about enough. And Ike on his episode kind of talked about it, like, in that middle stage, like, there are so many hoopers out there that graduate college and want to play pro. And the next step isn't really mapped out for them the way that we all grow up to think it is. Like, you don't go to the combine, like... You don't get invited to this thing. You don't get these calls. Like, it's just, it's kind of just staying with the process being tedious. And like we said in the beginning, like when the phone calls you get, you better be ready because that's your opportunity and go take it. Um, So, yeah, man, I don't know. Jared, Jared was with me every step of the way. Tommy was with me for about half of the steps um, before he had got some good work in. Yeah. So it's, you know, they were there and, you know, they were, they heard the same. Yeah. We're waiting for things to, to, to come to life about a thousand times. Um, so they, I don't know if, if you two want to touch on anything during this process, but uh, yeah, I mean, I would just say like, no, I mean, spiel, spiel deserved, but I mean, I would just express obviously how happy I am for you, but don't need to express much that on the pod is that's a given, but I mean, you were, you were in the gym probably three to four times a day, every day in the summer and, and we know what's, we know what it is, man. We know, we know what the work is and that's the mindset we preach. And, and you didn't have to do that, but you knew, you knew you had to stay ready. And now we are, we are where we are and it's time to do it at the next level. Exactly. No, I appreciate it, man. Definitely. Mr. Waters, you here? Mr. Waters is on mute. Love that for Mr. Waters. Bro. 
I wish we could do our pet peeve episode again because Smud would be my point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. <laughs> Freaking idiots. You're, you're, uh, you're making it happen, though, man. That, that yeah, man. Sense. I mean, this is, scra- you oh, want to talk about a guy that's scratching and clawing right now. Man. Like, this is this is my my uh, ring light right here. That's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm literally in my garage impressive. in the dark. Um, you know, uh, th- there's obviously a lot of stuff we could talk about. Um, yeah, Luke kind of alluded to most of it. I don't want to repeat kind of what he said. But I think the hardest thing for you or for any of us, because I've been in the same boat as you, and you get a phone call and your agent's like, hey, this team likes you. They want to offer you this much money and blah, 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 blah. You're like, okay, cool. And then it's like, then there's like, then it's like dead space or there's like dead, like, okay, is that team? Oh, they're waiting to hear back from their GM or they're waiting to hear back if they sign another player. So it's like, you get this like this little nibble of like of an opportunity, but then it's like just dangling in front of you. Like I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I think that's like the hard that that's definitely one of the harder parts of it. And I think that's the thing that people don't realize is because I've been through it. And then obviously we talk about Luke's situation. People just like people don't understand the timeline. And to just get constantly asked, like, oh well have you signed yet where are you going like because people start seeing stuff on social media when people sign early and uh for people that don't know like europe like the people that sign first are bigs and point guards so it's like the wings are like the last people to sign so it's like people don't think like oh i saw a point guard sign or i saw a center sign to go play somewhere in europe um oh well i saw that on instagram yesterday but you're still here you haven't signed so what's like what's going on with you and not that it's like anyone's fault but it's just the process itself is very drawn out but then on the flip side and this is where i think uh and ike talked about it and other people i've heard other people talk about it. that's why playing in europe or playing in overseas is not for everybody because it can be drawn out and then you can literally then you have another offer where oh uh they're offering you way more money but you have to leave tomorrow Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And it's not like a great situation and it's kind of like something that's thrown together and it's like it's like, hey, you can take this job and you make good money, but is it a good job? Like you don't know. Like you've never been to a country, you don't know anything about that coach, you don't even speak the language there. So it's like being I guess this is me like saying to Luke, like being patient and understanding uh like the path and what you what you want or what you want to get out of this. I think is like half the battle for most players. Cause as you mentioned players, there's like, Oh, I want to play overseas or I want to play professional basketball. It's easy just to say that and just like throw it out there in the universe. And it's like to really understand all the other things that go into it that have nothing to do with your ability of playing basketball, just like logistically and being patient and taking the right job. And cause there's a lot of guys and Luke, you can talk about it because you've had it happen to a few of your friends you take a job, your first job, because you don't know any better because you're a rookie or whatever, or you got bad advice or any of that stuff. And um, I'd, I've had, had friends that happened to me that that happened to them, like same thing. And like you get there and it's just like a really bad situation. And then you just, yeah. then you're scrambling and, you know, that stuff's just like, it sucks. It's just, it's like the hardest part. You just never I mean, really know until you get there. I was going to say it adds to the whole, and 
while you were getting uh, situated there, Tommy and I were talking about like so much unknown. It just adds to the unknown. So like, even it's like yeah. the unknown of like where I'm going to be. It's like literally until you're in it, you probably have no clue what is actually going to happen. So, I mean, and I yeah. think that's probably I, the case with a lot of things, not just in a basketball world, but that's what was relevant for, for us yeah. in my life at the time. But, and, and I think too, the, the other thing that I, I wanted to touch on is, um, you know, I've known I've known you for a really, really long time, over half your life. And the one thing that has never wavered was, well, I guess it's two part. Uh, things that never wavered was, one, your attention to detail and your focus. That's the first thing, because I think that's the most important thing. Um, people, like there's people that have God-given gifts and there's people that have uh, abilities and there's people that just are nice at basketball. But like it always is going to run into uh, people that have attention to detail and people have focus are usually like going to win out. Even the most talented guys in the, in the league and you watch them and you wonder how they can do those things that they do. Obviously they have physical gifts that not everybody have, but like there's a lot of guys that have that, that, that aren't playing at that high of a level or aren't successful at that high level. So it's like the attention to focus and the attention detail and the focus is like the number one thing. And then the second thing I think that has been very, very true is your ability to stay grounded through whatever is going on. Just like even the situation we're talking about, like you could have easily took the first job that landed on your plate and like you just weren't trying to, you were chasing the right things, I guess, and like staying grounded. And I think that's the other part where uh, going back to like being in the league or being around guys in the league, that's where the second trip up is. Because you have guys that are focused and detailed and like, bang, I get drafted. Like you, everybody you did your Kings workout with got drafted or got signed. Like now you just start it all over again. And it's like a lot of guys think getting drafted is like, that's it. I made it. I got drafted. That was my goal to get my name called by the commissioner and have a number connected to my name and have a guaranteed contract, blah, blah, blah. But like people that are smart, and this is what I had to learn. Um, as I got more experience is like getting drafted the number and like the night it's like, it's cool and it's fun and it's great. And it's a, a huge accomplishment, but like, that's not really, that doesn't dictate anything when it comes to your professional career. And I think it's, it, people don't really realize that until you're in it. And I think the only way you can survive that hype, I guess, is to be grounded. I remember there's like tons of stories of like, I, one of my favorite stories is Brandon Jennings. Uh, when he got drafted by the Bucks, uh, he was top 10. He lived in a two, I think it was two bedroom, two bedroom apartment that was walking distance from the gym, from the arena. And he drove a, uh, a Ford Explorer that he drove when he was in high school. And he literally would walk to the gym every single day and like lived like and stayed grounded like he and that's what made someone like i mean anybody that's seen brand jennings he's like six one like 160 pounds playing the nba just frying people <laughs> like giving 50 balls like people don't realize like that like he scored 50 multiple times like playing for the bucks like he was so nice but I think, like, that ability to stay grounded, like, people talk about Kawhi or you could talk about anybody else, Kobe or, you know, anybody that, like, 
really has prolonged success. Um, I think that's, and those are the two skills that you've always had. And I, I even, uh, you know, who knows where this was going to go back then, you know, 13 years ago, but I remember we've talked about on this pod before. I remember the first workout we did. I remember like those things being grounded, being focused, attention to detail. And now it's all coming to like fruition in the sense of like you're not only is your dream being actualized, but also like the things that you relied on your whole life are literally like not saving you, but they're just, they're just like paying off. (laughs) And so, um, Again, we're not, you know, this is the Luke episode, so there's going to be a lot of like, hell yeah, Luke there hype. But um, uh, for me, um, and I, I, I don't know if I've said this before, like, I would have never imagined that it would that we would have got to this point. My career as a trainer, and your career as a basketball player, um, and I, it's just like that's just the coolest thing to me, and I, I think um, it's. It's hard to put into words um, that that we are in this point, and um, you you are where you're at. But the, those things just it, it's just a you know a tribute to all your all the things we talked about. But I think it's just it's hard to fathom that. And I I think and I don't want to drag on too much, but I think the other thing too is people people that are from Sacramento or people that are even from Northern California, like they probably even to this point don't really know who you are as a basketball player. And um, I think I'd bet on that actually. Yeah. I think to me, like, yeah, the, the release today said Stockton native. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Everywhere. I, was like, oh, I, was, I was like, this guy's repping right now. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but to me, it's like, it makes it even, it makes it even cooler because it's like you, people just wouldn't wouldn't know. Like, and I I think that's it's a hard thing to do. I guess it's hard to make it this far without having some kind of hype train. And, yeah. and I think like th- that's just like again testament to you, and also um, it really speaks. I I don't think you'd want any other way. I guess it speaks yeah. to who you are because I don't yeah, think you'd think- want any other way. Because even You're when exactly I try to hype, correct. when I want to hype you and gas you, you get mad. So, um, and that's just like, like your personality. It, man. That's, not his, yeah. that's not the vibe. E- even though, it's even though vibe. I do it just to needle at you, but. Well, now so, we got to hype him, man. I mean, it's a professional yeah, basketball think, player over there. I think the other oh, thing no. too is, um, and this will be my last, my last little piece of this soapbox. Um playing playing in the G League is like a really really tough like people are like oh yeah I'm just gonna play in the G League like they act like it's like a it's like a consolation prize <laughs> they're like oh I don't make it legal to play in the G League or I'm gonna go play in Europe like it's so difficult to like be successful at, at that at that level but I I think I think the other thing is like all, all this stuff that we're talking about and all these things that have accumulated like make you the perfect candidate to be really, really successful at, at that level. So like, I just, I don't know. I have, I told you this before I had a, a really weird feeling about a month or two months ago before we ever heard from the Spurs. I was like, I feel like it was like right when one of the jobs was being offered to you and, and things were kind of taking a long time. When not, I was like, 
I told you that when we were in the gym, I was like, I have a weird feeling that you have, you're supposed to stay in the G league, like whatever it's God or, you know, life, fate, whatever it is. I just had a weird feeling that you were supposed to stay and play in G league and take your path that way. And I think mentally you're really built for it. And most guys aren't. Well, man, special. Thank stuff, you, man. No. Yeah. I, I appreciate both of you guys. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, it's, as I, I didn't even get to say enough, man. I, there's not enough words. That I don't think that's true. I can There's even not much to say. No, there's just, there, there just for the people. Man, hey, is. we don't we don't forget our roots. We just don't forget wow. our roots. Look at that. That was the first NAU shirt yeah. I got. Uh, I mean, from that first from the first time I worked out with Luke to now, it's just I I want to say I'm surprised that he is where he is, but I'm not in the slightest. And and that's why I expect so many more things to come. And I know Luke, you expect that of yourself, and Jared expects that of you too. And it's just, it's just awesome. It's awesome to see this man. It's awesome to see the light being shine on this. And I'm just, I'm just so happy for you. So, no nah, man, I, it's it's love, fellas, for real. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to finish this before we move on. Is like, I think the through this whole process and honestly, like through it all, like my my support system has been second to none. And I probably like throughout my entire growing up and like going to college and, and playing hoops and, and to now, like, I don't think I could have done it with the people around me. Like my parents for, for full on supporting me, chasing my dreams to, to play division one basketball when I didn't have an offer to go, to go walk on at NAU, which who knows what it could have turned into. Like, thankfully it, it turned into what we wanted it to, but you know, stepping into it, there was a chance I didn't even get a Jersey. So like for them supporting me to go to that and like, Jared's been with me for you 13 could years. could end up at D3 in Texas. I, I, I very well almost did that week. But, you know, like Jared being with me for 13 years and, like, not only making the dream feel possible, but, like, pushing me to do the steps to take it. Like, he, we could have just been in the gym weekly and, like, working out. But, like, no, show up this week with, with 10 schools that you think you can go play at and we're going we're gonna to email them. Like, things like that that just, like, okay, like, if you believe in this and you want to do it, like – this is what we're going to do. And then like Tommy and like the rest of the fellas that like I grew up working out with, it's like, yeah, we having fun and like around each other and we're brothers and stuff. But like, those were brutal sessions that we would put each other through hell and like work out and get better every summer. And we were confidently going back to school knowing that we got better that year. So like all that support. And then like, even this summer, like Jared and my parents and my girlfriend and, and most of my friends could probably count, or it's probably impossible for them to count how many grumpy Luke moments they had. Just me being like frustrated like every with day the situation. Of my life. Like <laughs> it, it was not, it was not my happiest time of my life just for, you know, this, like I said, it was an un, unusual time for me and they had to deal with it. And, you know, like been nothing but grateful for uh, them dealing with me being the grumpy person that I can be. Yeah. So all of that put together. Old man, dude. Me. Yeah, man. But thank you guys. Uh, I love it. And I think that's a good, good part to, to wrap that up. Um, Makes me probably ramble a little bit. Wait, I have one question. I have, I have, I have one question though. Luke, based on what you just said, I have one question. So you're saying that when you go to the gym, it's not social hour. Is that what you're saying? No, you know, it's funny, you know, because there's a misconception (laughs) it appears that, you know, we work out for convenience purposes and, and, you know, for, for, for the homies, but you know, no, we're not there. We're not there to, to be social. That was on my pet piece, gym socializing. So. Yeah. 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 
All right. Good, good segue there. So yeah. let's talk about this scouting report um, <sighs> real quick. So we have best in show. We're going to roll through this quick because we have uh, a little bit of an announcement as well uh, on top of the other announcement. Um, best in show quick. Um, my, my rating, I'm going to give it a room and board and book scholarship. Now here's my reason why um, <sighs> it was good. No, no, it was good. I just think, it was surface level. I just think it was a little surface level because of what type of movie it was, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think it was like a, like, I feel like for something to get a full tuition and like full scholarship, there has to be more substance to the movie than what it was. But the genre of movie that it was in, it's kind of impossible for it to get to that point, if that makes sense. Cause it's kind of just like a slapstick goofball. Like it was like, it's an easy casual watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you feel good movie. You just like, I was laughing and everything, but it was like I just don't think there was enough substance oh, for, it, for it to scene, be a franchise player. First scene, oh, Bro, it, like I said, oh. it, it, yeah, I but to, you know, look, Jared, you're skipping around. <laughs> I, I was just, like crazy, I was just, so I, don't, hard I can't, I can't see what you just did, but uh, yeah, that's that's the quick rundown. Um, and as a group. As us three, you know, co-hosts of the Walk On Pod here, we do listen to our viewers, those who like to tell us personally and those who like to comment on things um, that sometimes the movie takes like nobody cares about. You know, they don't they're not here to listen to Jared and Tommy throw me curveballs and they're not here to listen to me say that I haven't watched the last blockbuster movie. Basically, basically, we hear that you guys were tired of my romance movies. I'm giving Luke. So we're going to switch it up. Yeah, we're going to switch it up. We're going to we're going to. You know, and here at the Walk On Pod, we uh, we can make a pivot. You know, we're 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 very much on our toes, ready to make a play at, at any given moment. So that's what we're gonna do with the scouting report segment. The scouting report segment is gonna turn into something that now all three of us, um, our GMs, our coaches, our uh, owners, if you will, of whatever we're running here. Um, and we're we're gonna take a look at our scouting report for the week, and we're gonna say who are we starting or who are we sitting for this week in the world of sports. Um, and again, that can be taken in, in, in any Fired direction with the one, world man. of sports, but you know, who are you, who are you confidently giving the start and who do you say, no, you know, they're coming off the bench this week. Um, so Tommy, uh, I know you said you're fired up. Let's go ahead and yeah. send this guy, yeah, this to, guy you to kick this off. This guy's not even coming off the bench for me. All right. Sit this guy on the bench, tell him to sit down and, and tell him to not move for the entirety of the game. All right. Give me Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sitting Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm so yeah. tired <laughs> of the. I mean, I mean, we fellas, we have talked about, we talked about this in in like May or whenever it was, spring, March, about how pissed I was when the Raiders traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, and boy, is he proving me right. This guy is garbage. Okay, I know the Raiders won last week, but he probably didn't deserve to win because Jimmy consistently throws mallards, as Luke likes to say, all across the field, and he just just sit him down. Put in the rookie from Purdue. Give me Aiden O'Connell, and and just let him work through the kinks. All right, I don't, I'm tired of seeing Jimmy out there. It's not. A, uh, just I'm done. I'm done. Sitting Jimmy Garoppolo. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. Um, I watched Jimmy G throw the ball to arguably the best receiver in the league three times last week. So, um, there's something going wrong. Yeah, I didn't there. even. I didn't even <laughs> talk about that because. But yeah, it, I think as a quarterback, it's pretty obvious that you're just not doing things correctly if that's what's going on. Um. I'm gonna uh I'm I have a start for this week. I have a very personal start for this week. Um 
and it's in lieu of, again, arguably the best receiver in football going down, Justin Jefferson. Uh, hopefully he comes back healthy fast. But I'm I'm taking this real fantasy approach, and I'm going with a start, Jordan Addison. Um, he's on my fantasy team, and I'm giving him the nod this week. I think he's going to step into that wide receiver run role that Justin Jefferson was in. And, uh, you know, he won best receiver in college last year with Caleb throwing him the ball. And I think um, – you know, uh, we're going to see really special stuff from the first round draft pick, uh, Jordan Addison, coming like up here play. with the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm going to give my start nod to to Jordan Addison. Um, and, you know, hopefully it pays off for me literally. But, uh, yeah, Jared, what do you got? So <clears throat> I was going back and forth if I wanted to start or sit. Um, I think for my scout, this is this is the boring, boring start, but I feel like it's important for – not only this team, but also this player just to continue to assert his dominance. My uh, MVP pick before the season started, I'd like to see uh, CMC start this week and obviously rack up those touchdowns. Cleveland's got a great defense, but I really think he's just going to run all over them like he has been the entire season straight to that MVP trophy. Niners with another win. He's rolling right now. It's a really good call. Yeah, like really me and Luke were talking about it. Like this guy Brock Purdy looks so good because he'll throw the ball two yards and then CMC will break it off for a sixty-yard run. <laughs> this he's guy Brock Purdy good, will get... he's got some good yak. He's got some good yak. Yeah, they all have good there, yak. That's for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, good, I was playing George Kittle last week? Guy had three catches, sixty yards, three touchdowns. Like, what kind of Madden numbers is that? Special stuff. Red zone yeah. threat numbers. But, um, Big time. Yeah. So that that's my uh, that's my start. CMC. I'm. I think he's. I really think he's gonna take the MVP. I, it'll be crazy if a running back wins MVP. I hope he does. That'd be, That'd be sick. That'd be really dope. Yeah. Um, moving fast. Moving fast. Um, uh, this is what we our our goal was. Uh, this week. So now at the, at the time of this episode, it's gonna be a little. I think I like the timing of this for our starting five this week. Um. You know, end of October is approaching, and that means Halloween is approaching. So we have starting five Halloween. Um. Let me pull up the stats for you fellas from last week so we can figure out this. I show. got crushed. I believe I, I ran away with the yeah, pet peeves. I got crushed. Uh, what was last week? It was pet peeves was the last he, posted. That's week. probably because most of the people that listen to this probably aren't good drivers either, so they didn't like my taste. <laughs> no, I think the PDA one really, really went crazy. Yeah, that sent you over the top, yeah. Wow, Jared with the win, actually. And nice. Jared. No way. Jared. Yeah, you voted. You won by one huh? vote. Grant Bellis with, ah! with the winning vote. Yes, GB. Shout out uh, GB because GB knows how to drive. There we go, baby. So you won. You won the uh, the starting five. I won the walk on pretty handily. Uh, the the plane mm. one was a hitter. The plane one was a killer. People love. Yeah, that. it's a good one. That was a great one. Yeah. But Jared, you can go ahead and give us the draft order that you want for tonight, and we'll go from there. <sighs> I never get the first pick, and and I'm kind of like I'm scrambling right now. We we got no power here, so uh, I'm gonna go first, and then give me Tom. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Then give me Tom, and then give me uh, you know, our favorite G League player. He's he's bad in cleanup. (laughs) Got it, got it, got it. All right, go ahead, man. Start us off. All right, uh, I think you know. I need someone that's going to really, like, I always want someone to set the stage, but this time I think I need someone 
to really like they need to score. I need someone like points and bunches, buckets on buckets. So give me the houses that give full size candy bars at point guard. I like that. Well done. Well done. Well done. I like that. Full size. <laughs> I do think there will be repeats um, on this one. Yeah. I think that's okay, but not many. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, my point guard. Yeah, I want I want a creative guy here. You know, someone that someone that can do multiple things for my team and be smart. You know, lead lead the way, lead the charge. That's why I've got. So I've got the pumpkin at the one. All right. Mm. This is a carved pumpkin specifically. So that's why I added the creative the creative line. Okay. It's so like a jack-o'-lantern. You can take this in whatever way you want. You can carve whatever yeah. you want in that pumpkin. All right. There's this isn't necessarily just the scary face pumpkin. This could be ah, shoot. I don't even know what people are carving into pumpkins, but this could be anything. Take it whatever avenue route you want. Give me the pumpkin. I like that. That's a good play. It's a really good play. I would say it's it's it could be considered one of the logos for Halloween. Uh, for Definitely. sure. Um, I'm going to take a similar approach that I did for the weather app uh, at my point card. Um, my point card is going to set the stage for what type of Halloween we're going to have. Um, and that's why my point card is when Halloween falls on a weekend. Um, I think as a kid, when Halloween was on a, yeah. like, a Tuesday <laughs> or a Wednesday, it just it just really dampened the mood. Like because you had to be back in by 930 and it was like time to go to bed. But when it fell on a weekend, oh, boy, crazy. you were ringing doorbells. That's a good one. For, for hours on end. So give me Halloween falling on a weekend at the point guard. Uh, That's a good one. Star-studded pick there. At the two, this is not going to be a popular pick, but this is my score. It's my heater pick, and I know I'm going to catch a lot of hate for this. I got candy corn at the two, man. I, oh, I, man. Oh, my God. How did I know you were going to do that? That's I terrible. I love candy corn. I love candy corn. You're a weirdo. You're not a real person. <laughs> no. Look, I know, I know. My candy takes are bad. I, I'm sure. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm a black licorice kid too. Guys, like, people don't like that. But Whoa, guy chooses pistachios and candy corn. That's something else, man. Yeah, but black I think sim- is actually nuts. Yeah, similar to the to the the pistachio community. I think the candy corn community is strong. They, they so have like, a strong community. They definitely yeah, so have a think, strong community. Like, the numbers might be low, but like. They're passionate about their candy corn. We're gonna so find some candy some corn stands for sure. Yeah, you might you might get a couple of votes on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, give me candy corn at the two. Give me candy corn. Okay, my two. My two. You know, sometimes I've gone this route with my two. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it this way. I want a lockdown defender at the two. I want a guy that's gonna wreck havoc. He's gonna cause issues. He's gonna he's gonna trap this person, if you will. Give me the give me the cornfield maze at the two. <laughs> That's Give me the a, Halloween edition, the cornfield maze. That's really good. Cornfield maze is gonna have, the cornfield maze is going to yeah. have this guy lost. Yeah. I always think of I always think of Kevin Malone in yeah. the hay bale maze in the office. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always think of. When, yeah. So that's a good take, Tommy. That's a really good take. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. At 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 shooting guard, um, you know, my point guard is going to do a lot of scoring, but I feel like my shooting guard is going to pick up slack when the point guard's not hitting. So this guy, he's going to be ready for all kickouts. He's going to be ready for all offensive rebounds, transition threes, like backdoor cuts. This is like Clay Thompson. Give me the pillowcase for my candy. 
Oh, didn't even think about that. That's a good pillowcase for my candy. I don't want to. You know, when you're a little kid and your your grandma or your aunt brings you a little basket. Basket. Yeah, I had a basket for years. Throw that basket in the garbage, bro. Get my (laughs) pillowcase out, the king size pillowcase, and fill that bad boy up. That's good, man. I like that. That's a good play. I like that one, Jared. Turn around with the three here. All right, at the small forward. Um, this is probably I don't want to say he's my most versatile player but I would say he's he's the one that's going to get the job done like he may not be able to cover all the bases but like when you need that critical out or you need that critical stop like he's going to dive on that loose ball so give me give me a a well-timed Pop culture Halloween costume. Okay. Pop culture uh, Halloween costume. Pop, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you could just put you could just put great Halloween costumes if you want. I don't know. But that's this that's like, weight flag. Not just great Halloween costume. That's not I'm saying, I'm saying that you can put you can put that on there if that's easier to write. I'm not doing that because that's bogus. That's not what you just picked. You picked well-timed pop culture. Pop pop. culture. Okay, if you want to write that, go ahead. Well, you know, as it's just like it's just like you know, like it's it's just like when you know, like when Game of Thrones was hot, everybody was being Game of Thrones characters. Yeah, right. I get what you're saying. Like a relevant. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. So you and Amanda are going as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. All right, got it. God. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. That would be good. My, I got the cut right now. That's what I'm saying. Tommy, go ahead. Sir. Tommy, Tommy, go. Please go. You Please know, give as, as star studded, <laughs> as star studded as well timed pop culture Halloween costume is, I don't think he's. I don't think he's messing with my three. And my three is a guy that he's gonna keep coming around no matter what happens. We talked about staying grounded. We talked about staying resilient with Luke. That's my three. Give me Michael Myers at the three. Oh my Michael God. Myers. Michael Myers is coming around no matter what. Right? This guy doesn't go down. Give me Michael Myers at three. It's a good take. How many movies has bro got? You know what I mean? Like, bro, it's like a too many. It's too it's many. Crazy. They really, put another one I out knew, last year. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I saw I didn't it. Even it think horrible. about that. I think that's a really good take. Oh, okay. My small forward. My small forward. You want to talk about. um. When you're talking about production of players, you want to talk about what their floor is and what their ceiling is. My my small floor brings a really steady floor, but an, a ceiling that you can't even keep track of, to be honest. Give me the take one bowl that people leave out. You know, I, get, oh, I put the take one bowl out there because the take because one bowl. When you're a rule follower like myself is, you know, I'll, I'll just take one like I'm supposed to, right? But then you got, which I'm sure Jared was with his pillowcase, come over here, dump yeah, the whole thing in. Yeah, do not do that. Yeah, do not leave that in front of us. But that's what I'm saying. You know, a steady floor. You know that there's going to, you know, you're going to get the production you need out of it on a nightly basis, but then it could, it, could, it could drop 50 on you at any given moment. So give me the take one bowl at the small forward. Um, at the power forward, I have a, a facilitator. I have a facilitator at my power forward. Um, this was always some of the best moments of Halloween um, is when you get home, you and the homies sit on the living room floor and you dump out all your candy and you start doing the, what I like to call a post trick or treat stock exchange. Right. So you mm-hmm. get down there, you start bartering, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you two Reese's cup for your, your king size Snickers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, what, let's, yeah. let's work out a deal here. So give me the post trick or treat stock exchange um, at the power forward. I think that's a special bonding time 
think it's a good one. Really learn you learn fair trade deals that I think you know Tommy would would agree. A lot of people need to learn, yeah uh, at a young a age. lot of people need to learn that one. <laughs> anyway, um, my four, my four. That's a it's the big body. You know, it's the big body bends of the lineup. Maybe not as much as the five, but it does the job. And and I'll keep it simple. I've just got the king size candy bars when they're giving out when they're giving out the king size candy bars at the four. Yeah. Real simple, nice and easy. Just just a special feeling when you see a king size Reese's in your in your pillowcase. Yeah, I like that. You know, at my at at my power forward, right? My power forward. You know, there's not much I need to say. This, it hits every time, as corny as it is. Give me hocus pocus. Mm. Hocus yeah. pocus. Wow. Not the second one. They did the second one. Might be one of the worst movies I've ever made. <laughs> Just focus on my power forward. Uh, now it's me at the center, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. All right. Sorry, my phone. It's I'm cutting out. Uh, so at my center, you know, it, it's not exactly on Halloween, but we're talking about the spirit of Halloween, the time of the year. And th- this, uh, my center, he, he really encompasses you know, in the entire time, it's a great time. Give me the start of the NBA season. Start of the NBA nice. season is always right around Halloween, and Good. that's 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 my take. Start start of the season, know, man. That feels that feels. A that's little... not that's not Halloween. No, not at all. Like it's a little tricky for sure, but but it's, it's true. Super tricky. It's true. It's, it's not. True. It's not. It, is. it has nothing to do it with is. Halloween. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. I like it. I All think right. it plays. But are you? I twenty bucks says you're going to be at practice on Halloween. So <laughs> that has nothing. That's that still doesn't mean it has anything to do with Halloween. All right, whatever. My five, the big bad of the lineup. Uh, this guy, you're not bringing to this guy. You're not. You're not going into this guy's paint. That's for sure. Especially not the good ones. Give me a haunted house at the five. Mm. Nice haunted house at the I mean, five, man. Special nice. stuff coming from haunted houses. I used to hate them, but now I kind of like them. They're fun. Yeah. Winchester Mystery House. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, my five. Man. Yo, chill. My five. Um, <laughs> my five here. Uh, it's it's an event that, you know, it usually stands for good. You know, when one of these is going on, it usually is some type of charitable event or it's, it's put on by someone that is for a good cause. And, you know, they're always good fun. There's always other activities going on at these places. Maybe Bob for some apples or, you know, little, maybe a, 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 a scarecrow pinata or something. I don't know. You know, but give me the trunk or treat. I think the trunk or treat mm. is a versatile, a versatile mm, event. Trunk or treat. Can you stop it over there? You put basketball, which is ridiculous. <laughs> he said, like, mm. that ridiculous. The trunk or treat's a versatile big man. It's it in, in in like I said, it's usually for a good or charitable uh organization. So I feel like, you know, we gotta throw it in there. Um That's for lazy parents that don't want to take their kids around to house to house. No, it's like usually like a, a church or like a <laughs> like a foundation is putting on a trunk or treat. It's usually not on Halloween. Yeah, it's usually a church or something. I'm not fine, that. No, they do them on they do them on Halloween now. I mean, you'd know better than me, but I'm give, give me the yeah, trunk exactly. or treat. I think that's going to resonate with people because I got good right. trunk or treat memories. Um, and then my walk on, um, I'm going to take a costume for my walk on, but I'm going to be very specific, not whatever water's got going on Don't. today. Um, <laughs> pop culture. So mine's going to be 
something costume and then a dash and then what it is. So I'm going to go with the homemade costume dash the Luke iPod costume. Now, you two, I don't know if you've seen the picture. If you know, I, I was haven't an iPod seen one this. Year. I was an iPod one year for Halloween. And you want to talk about an elite costume? We took a box, painted it green, put Michael Jackson Thriller on the iPod screen, made a little dial, and I was in the box. And I was an iPod. Um, That's good that stuff. arguably is one of the most elite homemade costumes ever, ever donned on Field Stone Court. <laughs> so That's we're good definitely going right to get that on the nod. And I don't the know. I was, will be I, on was, the I was Quail Man. I was Quail Man one year. I don't know what Quail Man is. I don't. I've got no idea. What people know what an iPod is. Actually, a lot of he people don't out, know what an iPod. He threw out Quail Man so confidently, like we were gonna know what Quail Man was. Bro, Man. I was, I was, I was an iPod, and you said, "Oh, I was Quail." All right, all right, all right, all right. But let's keep yeah. moving here. My walk on. I'm gonna keep it super simple, <laughs> fellas. Super simple. Um, comes around. This time of year, every time of year, um, I guess in certain aspects it does, but pops out more this time of year. Just give me the pumpkin flavored food, pumpkin flavored drinks. Give me, give me pumpkin flavored stuff. It's good stuff like pumpkin pie. Mm. Hell yeah. Talk about those pumpkin spice uh, frosty at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had one of those the other day. Really good. Really good. I should have started. I should have started the pumpkin spice frosty this week. Even though we do sports, guys, I should have started the pumpkin spice frosty. (laughs) That's very true. That's very true. All right, Jared, what do you got? Uh, I don't. This is another one I don't know how to say or explain. So I'm gonna try my best. Um, my walk on is. I'm gonna say this is the nicest way to say it. Tasteful. Halloween costume for women. <laughs> okay. I'm, ti- I'm, I'm tired of seeing, hey, I'm just going to wear something that's super revealing and then put some cat ears on and be like, oh, I'm a sexy cat. Like, <laughs> shut up. You're wearing lingerie. Like, this is such a good take. So, you don't like, want to see the devil woman Halloween. You don't want to see the devil in the no, bro, like, like, give me, give me some thought process. Like, when I see that, I'm like, Oh yeah, you probably, you you probably have some issues. You know, the Buzz Lightyear one has been going around recently. Yeah, that one or like that one. Uh, devil or angel, like bro, you got a white bra on and some underwear. Like, just come up with something more like tasteful than that. Reel it like, in, man. Reel it back in. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I like that picture. That's a good take. No, it's a really good take. Actually, it's a fantastic take. In yeah. That, that, that's that's really really well said that's jared funny. what do you got for us brother oh man you know it's spooky season yeah you, you look spooky yeah. right now we just did a story yeah, I look about spooky. It. yeah you know it's spooky season luke's gonna keep getting his 50 chips a night so when those lights are shining bright mm-hmm. his game time performance is only gonna be right boom Quick, easy, really good delivery. Really good delivery. Like it. Sometimes you don't say it with like conviction and confidence. Tonight you did. So he did. He was on top of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out, shout out, shout out, LA man. Let that two one fellas. Shout out, LA man. Good chatter today. We've hit on. We've hit on it all. You know, blew through it quick. I like it. Good stuff. One more congratulations to Luke for the next chapter. Um, clap it up for him. 
I know everybody listening yeah. right now is clapping. Yeah, we so, love you, bro. Yep. Love, love, you, love so you. We love our listeners. Thank you all. It's been another week. These are your favorite walk-ons. We're walking out.